Well, who would have thought that just two, three months ago that we'd be sitting here with Robert Flores and talking about the Houston Astros versus the Philadelphia Phillies. That's the part I said, who would have thought? Because yeah. everybody in Houston really expected the Astros to be here. And the Astros were the American League favorites. And they've made pretty quick work of their opponents. But now they run into Philly, a hot Philadelphia team. Bryce Harper, Aaron Nola, JT Romuto, Reese Hoskins in this cast of characters. Can Altuve get off the ground? Will Alvarez hit some tanks? And what will Justin Verlander look like in game one? We're going to talk about this on this World Series edition with Robert Flores of MLB Network on Locked on Astros now. Hello and welcome to Locked on Astros, your daily Astros podcast. Here are your hosts, Eric the Man Heisman and Brett H-Town Wheelhouse Chansey. We are Locked On Houston Astros, and we hope that you join us for a daily Locked On Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter at Eric Talk Astros. Find the show at Locked On Astros, your team every day. Brett, where can they find you at? They can find me at H-Town Wheelhouse on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. You can find me at Stros411 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Always positive. Positive, I love it when Robert Flores is here. Always Stros. All right, we have a special guest today, Robert Flores of MLB Network. Uh, he needs no introduction. Dobie graduate and somebody um, that we all know, a big Astros fan. So um, how are you doing, Robert? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Um, actually, what what's playing in, the, uh, in, in my living room when I was watching before I came on was uh, Game 5 of the 1980 NLCS between the Astros and the Phillies. So... Um, that one did not end so well from a Astro perspective, but, uh, uh, maybe it'll be a little different, uh, result, uh, in this world series. I know that, uh, Pete Rose was interviewed, I guess he's going to the world series or something, but he was interviewed for it. And, uh, he said that if we had Justin Verlander on that big red machine, that would have been a, a, (laughs) a big red machine or that Phillies team. That would have been a, a different situation. But he said this Astros team is good because of Justin Verlander. They have the pitching depth to win this right. World Series. Um, and a lot of people are saying the Phillies are hot. The yeah. Astros are just as hot. They've swept through two teams, basically. And one of those teams is the New York Yankees. And so yeah. uh, what are your <laughs> overall thoughts? Are we going to see another situation where it's going to be a David versus Goliath where you're going to have like the – 2019 uh, Nationals or the 2021 uh, Braves just go ahead and knock the Astros off again? Well, um, I I will say that um, this year's Phillies team does remind me of the 2019 Washington Nationals. you got basically two frontline starters in in NOLA, and then there's some very good bullpen pieces, but the bullpen isn't deep. Um, I, I will say... The I think the Atlanta Braves last year were just a better team. Going in, I thought the Braves were a better team than than the Houston Astros. I, I don't think that's the case here. Um, I, I think that the Astros, um, I'm picking the Astros to win this in either six or seven. I don't think either team sweeps. Um, I will say game one is very important for the Astros. From a historical perspective, this franchise has never won a game one of a World Series. 
In 05, they lost game one. In 17, they lost game one. In 19, 21. So you get the picture. Not only from a historical perspective, but real life as it pertains to this series. If you don't win game one, you've got Zach Wheeler uh, in game two. And Zach Wheeler has turned into Bob Gibson uh, this postseason. So um, I think it's very, very important that the Astros win game one um, on Friday night. And see, I believe that the law of averages plays in the Astros' favor because, you know, when someone's 0 for, for, for yeah. several attempts, <clears throat> that tide has to turn. You know, Justin Verlander 0-6 in the World yeah. Series. Of course, you can nitpick and you can look at the different scenarios he was put in or he was pulled out of, which maybe those those uh, those zeros aren't all on Justin Verlander or those right. six losses aren't all on, but what he had the supporting cast. But, you know, Robert – if we had this team last year, if we had a healthy Bregman, if we had a healthy yeah. Verlander, if we had a healthy mm-hmm. McCullers, if we had the cast of characters, I think that World Series, I'm not saying we beat the Braves definitely. No, but that's it definitely fair. Doesn't, that, yeah, that, it, but that it definitely doesn't go down the way it did last year. And yeah, this no, year, I, I think that's very fair. Um, um, yeah, you have to I, – I, I even forgot about Lance McCullers not being available. So, um, no, I, I, I think this is – listen, it sets up – perfectly for this team it's all there it's all there for them it's there for dusty and his legacy it's there for verlander but it's there for all of them um they are a better team on paper and the season a game the season of 162 has shown the astros are a better team than the philadelphia phillies does that mean they're going to beat them does that mean they're going to win a seven game series against the philadelphia phillies I don't know. I suspect so. I'm picking them to do so. But um, you're right. They, they, they are they are loaded. They are rested. And I I, I think that um, you know my my wife will tell you that I'm the most negative Astro fan there is. Um, but I I think that this year is going to be different. I I think that uh, they're going to finally find a way um, to to get that second title. And in doing so. Um, shut up a lot of people along the way. So I think this goes along with it, Eric, real quick, because I, I think this question from Hunter kind of dovetails or is, is a good bridge off of what you just said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and he's asking, where do you feel the Astros have the most significant competitive advantage for the World Series besides yeah. the pitching? Ooh, besides the pitching. Um, you know, I was going to say the ro- I was going to say the rotation, and obviously the bullpen. I, I think the Astros have a have a an advantage in those two areas. One other advantage, I will say, I think defense. Um, the Philadelphia Phillies were a horrific, terrible, yeah, defensive team uh, prior to them getting hot, prior to Joe Girardi getting fired. They have shored that up a little bit, but I, I, I think that's one. Be on the lookout for that if because we saw in the last series. We saw the Yankees make a couple of mistakes, dropping a fly ball with two outs, not executing a double play. And then what happened? The Astros took advantage. So if the Philadelphia Phillies are going to start throwing the ball all over the yard, kicking it around, giving the Astros extra extra outs, I think that spells doom for them. So I would say defense is an area that I give another check mark to the Astros. I believe the Astros finished second in the league in fewest strikeouts. And they are in the top in terms of making contact. So that really fits against a bad defense, because if you put the ball in play, they're going to have to make the plays. I I think that the Yankees 
had a pretty good defense, especially with Bader out in center field. I don't know if they have the, a great center fielder out there, but um, you you can see how much a good defense can affect the game. But um, I, I just don't see that with the Phillies, and I think that's a big advantage. I think the hitting may tilt a little bit towards um, the Phillies just because of Bryce Harper's playing above yeah, he's Mickey Mantle. his mind right now. Yeah, yeah, he's Mickey Mantle right now. Um, will the layoff um, affect them? Will it affect? I mean, the Phillies were were running so hot, um, you, you know, like extra extra hot. The bank was crazy. They were, I mean, and rightly so. And and Bryce Harper put on a offensive display. Um, will that time? Will the layoff? Will that affect them in some way? I, I don't know, um, but I, I think it's going to be interesting to see how they go about attacking um, Bryce Harper. Um, because right now, for the most part, he's been batting fourth in the in the Phillies lineup. So um, assuming you can get through that first inning, then you face Bryce Harper without anyone on base. And that's probably the best case scenario. Um, but look, um, the, the Astros went up right after Aaron Judge. They the, this, These pitchers don't fear anyone. They feel like if they can execute their pitches, they can get anyone out. And that, for the most part, has been the case. Um, they're going to be called on again. That bullpen is going to be called on again to get some big outs. Yeah, Bryce Harper is uh, one thing he's doing this um, postseason. He has a 1750 OPS, but one thing he's doing is he's hitting to the opposite field. And uh, pitchers yeah. are probably get trying to get him to go to the uh, to right field, but uh, regular field. But he's going to um, he's just finding a way to outsmart the pitcher. And yeah. so I, I, I think, think when he's going opposite field, I'm sorry. I, I, I think when he's right. going opposite field, that that's, that's another indication of, of he, when he's locked in right. like he is now, he's going opposite field. He's sending that ball like he did against the Padres multiple times to left field. Um, so they're, they're going to have to, obviously that, that is probably, that's job number one for the pitching staff, the entire pitching staff, not starters, not relievers. I'm talking both. How do we attack Bryce Harper? Exactly. And, you know, Bryce Harper is, like you said, playing. I mean, he has he has finally lived up to the hype. Now, we know he's got the MVP. We know he's got mm-hmm. the all star bids and he's got the talent. I mean, I've known about this kid since he was in high school. And, you know, I remember hearing the story of him dropping out of school and getting yeah. a GED so he can go to JUCO yeah. because people stopped getting, pitching to him in, uh, in, in high school. Exactly. So. And he was hitting the back of the trop in in high school home run derbies with with the metal bat but nonetheless here he is and and he has really taken on the philly mantra and i think though they they put someone like will smith who a lot of astros fans aren't aren't like really happy about but right. if you look at will smith's numbers against the phillies they're actually really good well look here's the deal i don't care if it's will smith on the mound or if it's luis garcia if they're going to Minute Maid Park and they're wearing a dress shirt, dress shirts are hard to find the ones that fit right. Also, while being made comfortable and matching the style, that's difficult. With the hustle and bustle you got going on, you know, Roflo, you can take this to MLB Network Studios shirts like I'm about to tell you about. It's comfortable. Okay. You can play, you can play catch with your kid. Um, you can drop them off to practice. You can dress up, go out with your wife you know, to dinner, then the next day you can throw this shirt on and it's called the Roan commuter shirt. It's the most comfortable, breathable and flexible shirt 
known to man, and here's why. Mobility is everything. Roan's comfortable four-way stretch fabrics provides breathability and flexibility that leaves you free to enjoy what life throws your way. Whether you're hitting 18 holes of golf with your boy D-Row or you're out there trying to grind, trying to get the next interview with Ryan Stanek, looking good is easy. It's time to feel confident with a wrinkle-free shirt without the hassle. With Roan's wrinkle-free release technology, Robert, the wrinkles disappear just like the just like the runs do on the scoreboard when the Astros relief pitchers are on the mound. And odor-free technology. This could probably help Rugnet Odor to stay smelling clean. It's called go. Gold Fusion Anti-Odor Technology. You'll be smelling fresh and clean all day long. And on top of that, it's 100% machine washable. So you don't need to worry about going down the street, catching the L train to get to the dry cleaner. You can just throw it there in your washer and you have it. Now, this is how you get one. You go to okay. Roan.com and use the promo code Locked On to save okay. 20% off your entire order. That's 20% off your mm-hmm. order. That's R-H-O-N-E. I see you writing it down. Dot com okay. slash locked on and use the code locked on. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I love a good breathable fabric as much as the next guy. So I will definitely check that out. No doubt. Well, I just figured I would throw as many baseball analogies into one live read as you I did a good could. Job. And o- you did a good job. Me of Odor. And, you know, speaking of that, I know that you get to talk to major leaguers every day. You get to talk to people in the industry, veterans. What are the veterans? What are the baseball players saying about this Astro team? Um, well, as it pertains to the series, I, I think it's um, it's fair to say that the Astros are considered the favorite. As far as big picture view, I, I think that they marvel at um, the 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 depth especially in, in the pitching staff um, there. I, I can't remember who it was, but um, I, one of our analysts said that this might be the, the deepest pitching staff uh, he's ever seen uh, in the World Series. Um, and, and listen, if, if you consider how amazing Luis Garcia was to close out the Seattle Mariners, he didn't pitch at all against the Yankees. They didn't need him. Jose Arquiti has pitched some big, big games for this team over the years. He hasn't pitched at all. They don't need him. Um, Lance McCullers grinding through five innings in, in what less than ideal conditions. And you know what? Coincidentally, he might have to pitch in those conditions again if he's pitching in Philadelphia because the weather looks like it's going to suck for the uh, for games three, four, and five. Um, but I, I think that they're just um, really taken aback by the depth of, of the entire staff, but also their ability to find diamonds in a rough. Framber Valdez, Luis Garcia, Jose Urquidy. These are these were not bonus babies. These are not these these are guys that, that were not signed when they were 16, 17 years old. They were not finished products. But somewhere that the Astros and their scouting and their development, they saw something there and they found a way to develop them. So I think it speaks to the talent and the wisdom of their coaching staff, their development team, and, and really the culture there. So um, like, like I said, it, it's been a remarkable run. This is, I've said it before, this is the golden age of Astros baseball. Um, so enjoy it while you can, because you don't know how much longer it'll last, but they have put together a remarkable run. I want to circle back to something you mentioned before to break Brett about, uh, Will Smith. I know Seth Martinez was on the, uh, ALCS roster. He didn't pitch, 
but Will Smith might be needed against the lefties and switch yeah. hitters in the uh, the lineup. Um, and if you look at him, he may be needed because against Bryce Harper in his career, he's two for 14 with six strikeouts. Against Hoskins, he's two for nine with four strikeouts. Real Moto is one for eight with four strikeouts. Yeah. Uh, Segura is 0 for six with three strikeouts. And Schwarber is one for three with two strikeouts. Right. So he's faced these guys yeah. pretty often. No, that that's a that's a good point, and and that's going to be a very interesting decision. Obviously, uh, James Click and Dusty Baker and and their two staffs have that information and that data. I, I will say that um, obviously in the last series they did not have a left hander, and Will Smith is their only one. Um, but their right handers are so good at getting right. left handed bats out. So that it, it's a, it's going to be a very, very tough decision. I imagine that that'll probably be the, the final roster decision um, that they have to deal with. And, you know, this year we had the, I wouldn't say emergence, I'd say reemergence of Christian Javier. Mm-hmm. Christian Javier, we came in, he was hot. Everybody was talking about him and he kind of, he wasn't, un, he wasn't, perf- he wasn't performing at ultra high level. So he kind of fell under the radar. And this year, because of his innings pitched, had he had more innings pitched, yeah, he was top three there with McClanahan and Verlander mm-hmm. and all these guys. Christian Javier has gone into New York two times this year and yeah. in the playoffs now mm-hmm. and been absolutely stellar. He is the perfect weapon to go on the road into a hostile, hot, just environment yeah. that is breaming it- with pride for Philly. Javier really does a good job, and Maldonado does a phenomenal job keeping his horses calm, keeping them in the stall until they need to be unleashed. Yeah, no, I I think that's a that's an excellent point. I mean, there's a reason that they call him uh, El Reptil, the reptile, because there's nothing, at least outwardly, seems to um, affect him. Um, So I I I think um, I think Al Leiter. one of our analysts at MLB Network is going to be doing a breakdown on on Christian Javier and just how unique his fastball is because it, it it's not like it's a hundred or ninety nine, um, it sits at about ninety four, ninety five, maybe ninety six, but it's such a unique fastball with so much spin that guys just have a tough time picking it up, and um, he has been yeah he's been nails. And it is, you know, I, I see something somewhere in the in the chat. I think it's hung asking uh, who's going to start game one. Uh, it's going to be Justin Verlander. He's he's going to start, I would think, game one uh, with with Framber Valdez right behind him for game two, and then three, four, and five. I, I think that's those are going to be very interesting decisions. Obviously, you got Javier McCullers. Do you then come back with with Verlander, or do you go? to Garcia or Urquidy. So they, they do have some options. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough to get wins there in Philadelphia because, as, as you said, the crowd is is going to be into it. They're going to be at a fever pitch, and um, uh, the conditions are not going to be great. Yeah, I think it depends on where the series is, if they go with Luis Garcia as a fifth starter or go with Verlander. Like If, they, if it's a must win, then, yeah, they'll go with Verlander. But if it's something that they can maybe just say, okay, well, we're up – what three to one right now? Uh, if Luis Garcia can go out there and get the job done, let's try not to rush Verlander back and uh, and right. maybe hurt his arm for the next year. But um, one thing we saw with the Yankees fans was they kept on doing this. We want Houston chants, and then Phillies fans they right after 
uh, Phillies fans were doing the same thing. And then Mariners fans were making shirts that say, Houston, you, you have a problem. Now Phillies fans uh, are doing that too. They and now, did not, did they? Yes. Did they yes, have a they t-shirt made, they, that says, Houston, we have a problem? No, yes, actually, yeah. it's actually, it's actually, it's Houston, we are a problem. Okay. And the problem okay. is most that, of those shirts, most of the shirts they ordered actually aren't arriving until today or tomorrow in Seattle. Well, so, well there's that yeah. then. Um, look, I, I, you know, Philadelphia is going to be ready. They're going to be all lathered up and, and ready to go. They're going to be loud. But, hey, you know, Astro fans got to do the same thing. Astro fans, you know, sometimes and I can say this because I was born there and I went to I've been to a lot of Astro games. Sometimes we're a little too polite. You got to kind of get into it early. Hey, pitch one, just like the players need to be ready. Pitch one fans need to be ready. Pitch one. Uh, you know, let's get there early. Let's be loud. Stay late. And uh, I sound like Mac Brown all of a sudden. But um, yeah, no, it, it should be a fun atmosphere in both ballparks. Yeah, one thing that um, I saw a Phillies fan do on TikTok, um, he said, you know what? You've been to almost every city, Houston, except for Philly. We're going to bring it. We're going to boo you with all trash can talk and everything. So, um, I mean, do you think that these players have not been booed before? Do you yeah, think that they've know, not it's... seen trash cans or, you know, signs? or I mean, th th this team, that's part of the reason why they're still here. Right. Uh, they are... They are stone cold killers there in that clubhouse, and and they I mean are. that in the in the best way. They they are, um, you know how like the Texans are anti clutch. Uh, that, that's basically <laughs> the, the the Astros are the are anti Texans. They're the anti Rockets. They are they are clutch. They are stone cold killers, and um, I, I like where they're at. I, I really do. They they they're obviously very talented. They're motivated. They're together, which I, I, I think um, can can sometimes you know not get stated enough. So, like I said, I I, I think it should be a. Uh, I'm looking forward for it to be a long series, but I think ultimately Houston will find a way to pull it out. You know, I think this series comes down to a lot of intangibles, things that aren't on the field. Justin Verlander talking about the perspective he now has not just in life, but on the diamond and how he, it's not, he said, it's not like I've never appreciated it, but I appreciate it more. I have a different perspective. Dusty Baker, who has 100% confidence and has delivered a master class. And I think dealt with the bullpen, the best he's dealt with any bullpen in his entire career. And Sully made the point last night, I was on locked on MLB crossover. He said, you know, Dusty Baker's done this a few times, and don't you think each time he's learned something a little bit and maybe he's finally perfected and understands a little bit more how to deploy these guys? Because yeah. even if you put a – I mean, people were questioning Kevin Brown going into game three of the ALDS, and they questioned them, put, them putting Kevin Brown in against the Yankees. But everything he's done has worked out. In this club – has a bad taste in their mouth. Chas McCormick, that's exactly what he said after yeah. they won the ALCS. So this team is motivated for all the right reasons. This team, you would think, would be complacent and go, ah, we've been here before. But they play, for for me, or for my eyes, what I see, they play like they've never won it. But they're going to go out there like right. they've never lost it either. Yeah, no, so I, with, I yeah. So, no, so with that being said, not okay. So with that being said, I want to ask you about Altuve because someone asked earlier. 
What do you think about Altuve's slump? Do you think he ultimately comes out of it in the World Series? Because they've been able to win without his bat. I think he's already coming out of it. Uh, I, th- I think, um, you know, I said on the show on Friday that I thought he was going to uh, snap out of it in New York. And I, I think you started to see that. Got a couple of hits, got a couple of walks. He started, um, he had a couple of uh, screamers right at, I think he got one off Glaber, right to Glaber Torres, but it was, you know, it, it was definitely hard contact. So I think he's starting to, uh, he's not chasing as much as we saw in the previous round. So I, I, I think that he is, I think he was starting to come out of it. Now, whether or not that means he's going to catch fire right from jump in game one, I don't know. But I, I think if you're looking for a positive sign, Altuve showed you some things in New York. Yeah, going back to the bullpen talk, uh, the Astros have a, a 0.82. Wait, was that ERA. really Hakeem Olajuwon? That's not really Hakeem no. Olajuwon, is it? That's okay, not. that's what I thought. We're going to uh, pretend, so, though. Sorry. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, and then the Phillies bullpen, they have five wins, but they have a 3.19 ERA. So that's one advantage the Astros yeah. have over the Phillies. Now, if you look at the pitching, the starters ERA, the Astros have a 2.77 and the Phillies have a 2.96. So it's a little bit closer with the starting pitchers. But the um, I think that there's a lot fewer innings. Uh, the Phillies starters actually have a lower whip than the Astros do. And the opponent's batting average, they're holding them to a little bit lower batting average as yeah. well. But I think the bullpen is going to be a key factor because in this game, you don't keep your starters in more than five innings, five, six innings, unless you're Justin Verlander or from Rivaldez. Well, look, obviously the Philly, um, the Phillies do not have as many options out of their bullpen than the Astros do. Um, so far, it's been basically three guys, uh, Sir Anthony Dominguez, Jose Alvarado, David Robertson, we saw late, and Zach mm-hmm. Eflin, who is a starter by trade. Um, I, I think the deeper this series goes, the tougher it will be for the Phillies to win. Um, because the more you send out those same guys, these hitters are going to be like, yeah, bring them in. We've seen everything they've got. So um, I, I think that the Astros, their ability to obviously have talent, but depth where they can use, as I said, we, we hardly have seen Ryan Stanek in this, in this postseason. Um, so we've seen a lot of Montero, Naris, former Philly, by the way. Um, so I, I think that again, that's another check Mark, uh, in the Astros favor, but does that, it does not mean that it's not me. It obviously doesn't mean that the Philly's going to roll over and all right, you're the favorite. Sorry, here you go. No, that's not how it works. We've seen, that's not how it works, especially in 2019. So a couple of things, will you be down for any of the games or do you no. remain in studio? No, we're, we're going to be, uh, we're going to be, I'll, I'll be here. There'll be a cast of thousands, but I'll be here in uh, beautiful, uh, the beautiful Northeast. And, um, you know, we've got a lot of people on here saying we need to get um, Susie, who actually had on last night with us, a guest from Bourbon and Baseball. She said, we need to get the crowd to start chanting the Jose, 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 Jose chant, like (laughs) in his first at bat, get it going, be loud, be proud. And we need to match that energy. But I, I think this World Series will be different because it just seems like everything they're doing is different. Like they're not hitting the cover off the ball, but they're hitting in timely spots. They are hitting in a timely manner. Um, You know, 
Bregman is 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 moving up the charts in RBIs and extra base hits as a third baseman all time in the postseason. And so the Astros have their own guys that are doing the things. Jeremy Pena is only one of five rookies in baseball history to have three home runs or more in his first postseason. Yeah. And I don't know if you saw the tweets of with the Astros putting out Mark Berman and some of the beat writers in Houston, some of the sports guys with the Astros posing with the trophy, Jeremy Pena kind of flexing with his bat with, with the World Series trophy next to him. I mean, if that doesn't get your fire going, then then you just don't have a pulse because it is I, – I can feel it. I was at Little Woodrow's whenever they beat the Yankees in that in that sweeping game four, and I'm telling you, the 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 energy was unbelievable and we weren't even at a game i I mean the city is a buzz right now and we are so excited but i want to ask you hold on just a second who is real purple and gold he said i didn't pick the astros before the season started he must be thinking i'm the wrong guy because i did pick the astros now i picked the braves to beat the astros again but this ham and egger doesn't know Uh, what the hell he's talking about so (laughs) well hey i was going to ask you if it rains in philly Mm-hmm. And we don't get BP. Everybody felt like that affected the Astros. I think it's a different team. Affected the Astros in Atlanta. Not being that, you know, not seeing the batter's eye, not seeing what the ball looks like coming at you. Do you think that has an impact in this World Series if they're not able to take BP before a game? No. I mean, I I don't think so. I mean, uh, I, you know, I, I look, it's it it affects both teams the same, I think. Um, you know, if the Astros for some reason aren't able to hit, I can't imagine the Phillies would be able to hit either. Um, guys have, um, you know, a a lot, a lot of them more, in fact, more and more do their hitting, um, you know, where people can't see either, you know, downstairs or wherever they have the, the hitting cage. So, um, I, I really don't expect that to be, um, an overriding factor. I do, I do see that the, um, um, where, where the, where the conditions could play a factor. I mean, we saw the Phillies, they were affected by the terrible weather last Sunday with, uh, Sir Anthony Dominguez, uh, throwing the three wild yeah. pitches. So I, I think that is, a, is an area that could be concerned, could be concerning. So, um, but batting practice, I don't, I don't think so. Would you mind sending a shout out to one of our fans? Her name is Mama Ninfa. She's a hardcore Astros fan from Houston. Yeah. Yeah. She Hi, Mama Ninfa. I love Ninfas. Is is she related to the Ninfa family by chance? I don't think so. Okay. She's not. I think she would have had us for like margaritas and tortillas and, oh, and stuff. I was gonna say you, you know, gotta but... you gotta ship some of that. <laughs> you gotta ship some of that over here. Um, but yeah, uh, Mama Ninfa, hope you uh, enjoy the World Series. Alrighty, so I know the Astros are looking to uh, win their second World Series, and uh, I know uh, two questions. DH, who do you think gets a majority of the starts at DH? And uh, a couple of people have asked, who who's going to be the X factor in the Astros winning the World Series? Ooh, that's a good question. That's a real good question. Um, I'll say X factor. And he's, it, it's, it's kind of weird to call him an X factor because he's such a, I mean, he is such a good player. He's one of the best players uh, in the game and at his position. I'm going to say Kyle Tucker. Um, he has really not found his way at the plate um, just yet so far this postseason. So I, I think he's, I think he could be an X factor. If he gets going, um, that adds so much um, power and length to that lineup. So give me Kyle Tucker. And what was the other question? 
Uh, who who do you see getting majority of the bats at DH because nobody's really hitting there? Yeah, uh, you know what? I I think that they, I I, th- I think especially for game two, uh, you're going to see a Ledmus Diaz there in the DH because he hits velocity so well. Uh, it, you know, there's really not a fastball that that he can't hit, and Zach Wheeler's fastball is hot right now. I mean, he's sitting at he's sitting at 199, sometimes 101. So I think a Ledmus Diaz. Um, I, I thought I, I thought Trey Mancini he had a couple of good abs. I mean, didn't show up or anything, but I, I you know he did get that sacrifice fly. Was right. able to was was able to execute with two strikes, mind you. That's not always easy, um, and that kind of f- uh, opened up the floodgates a little bit. I see a lot of people asking about David Hensley, and look, he's a very talented kid, uh, left-handed bat, which is nice to have, especially in this lineup. Um, but man, that's a tough, that's a tough, um, thing to ask, uh, a rookie, uh, to, you know, to produce in, um, at this time of year, but look, he's on the roster for a reason. So if they feel confident that he can get to one of these guys or maybe a pinch hit, a pin, you know, a good pinch hit a B late in game, then you got to roll him out there. Yeah. Because when he was in there during the regular season, David Hensley was absolute nails. He did. I mean, even, even when he got the walk or even when he got hit by the pit, I mean, he's, he's contributed here and there yeah. where, you know, Jake well, we Myers, like rookies, he, everyone, everyone likes rookies. And, um, so and, uh, it's kind of like the, the backup quarterback. Everyone likes a backup quarterback. So, and here's the thing with Jeremy Pena, what if this kid continues his streak? I mean, you're talking about a guy that if he contributes the way he did in the ALCS, he could get another MVP for the series. Yeah. I, I mean, that's very realistic. You know, since since September 16th, he's got eight home runs and 23 RBIs. Mm-hmm. I mean, he has figured something out. He stopped chasing as much. He still chases a little bit. Yeah. But that is a great sign. Bregman, yeah. I think Altuve gets off the schneid. I think Jordan hits. Yeah. I think he hits at least two home runs. Hey, in the real first quick. Two games. I know pe- pe- people are talking about, uh, you know, rookies tough to produce and they bring it up. Jeremy, Jeremy Payne is not a rookie at this time of year. So right. you stop no. with the comparisons to Jeremy Pena and David Hensley. I, I know you guys are all, you know, in on Hensley. Got it. Understood. Jeremy Pena, that's a different animal. He's been the starter since day one. So, you know, save me the, the rookie stuff. He's not a rookie night right now. Hensley has how many ABs? You got that in front of you? How many ABs does he have at the big leagues? I'll look it up real quick. He probably has, 30? I would say maybe, maybe 30. I was going to say 30, 30. ABs. Yeah. Yeah. And again, he's that's, not a, the guy. that's a real, yeah. t- real tough ask. It's a real tough ask. Hey, I know you only got 30 bat, 30 ABs in the big leagues. Go get him, kid. 45. Okay. Houston, Texas, Dave says 45. Okay. So, well, he has uh 29, 29. Uh, yeah. 29. He had 10 hits at three forty-five batting average. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I mean, I think the future is bright for sure. I think you just got to be real careful about where, when and where uh, you put him in the lineup. Um, you, you know, one thing is he's he's pretty fast. So, you know, that's another option there. Maybe pinch run, you know, something. But um, he, he was on the roster earlier in the postseason. So, um, but I just think you have to be real well, careful about where you put him. I think, I think where you put Hensley is if it's late in the game, if it's close, let's say Martin Maldonado hits a double, hits a ball in the gap, he's on second. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe you're you're in the seventh inning, going to the eighth and ninth. The Astros need one run to untie the game. You put you put Hensley on second. 
to hopefully drive him in. And then you can put Vasquez in for Maldonado to finish up the game, which is not a bad. No, no, look, this team, this team's got a lot of options. Absolutely. So, yeah, I, you know, I just, I just love it. I love when you come on because, you know, you sit there every day, you grind on MLB network. And if I didn't have a real job, I would be watching every single hour of every show, but I go back and watch what I can. Oh, thanks. I I appreciate that. I just love it. Y'all's, I mean, y'all have so much fun. You're, you're, you're real. You're a Houston guy. We feel like you're one of us. And so <laughs> we've just, we just enjoy the heck out of, out of you coming on. I'll, I want to say something real quick. Um, my hat, I just want to send a shout out to a guy named Job. Um, he actually designs these hats and you can find them at explicit link. And then you can find the hat company. He makes them for it at big city cap zone. Like these guys are in Houston. Yeah, Check I, like them that. Out. I mean, this nice. is a fire hat that um, he sent my way and I told him I, I'd give him a shout out and a thank you on the show. So thank you guys for that. You got it. Well, thanks for having me guys. I appreciate it. Y'all enjoy the series. All right. Uh, before you go, Robert, um, prediction. Um, I'll, I'll stick with my, as I said earlier, I, I think it's either Astros and six, seven. Okay. Um, I, I would be, I would be very surprised um, if there's a sweep either way. I'd be stunned if the Phillies pulled off the sweep. Um, but listen, we've we've seen we've seen up we've seen upsets before. Uh, 1988 World Series, 1990 World Series. Those are those are some big underdogs, and they found a way. Um, but it, it's that's why I say it's it, game one's really important. If you can go out there get a win, maybe make a statement while you're doing it. I think that could definitely go a long way for the Astros. Okay, well, once again, thank you, Robert, for coming on, and you're welcome anytime to talk Astros baseball. I know that's a big passion of yours, but you know so much about all the other teams across baseball. So uh, thank you for joining. You uh, where it. can they find you on Twitter, and where can they watch your show? Um, you can find me on Twitter right there, right? Right right there, where that at, at Roflow on Twitter. Um, and uh, MLB Central will be on through the World Series. We're not going to the World Series, but we're going to be on. Uh, it'll we're on at nine a.m. Eastern, eight a.m. Houston time uh, on MLB Network. All right, uh, so that's all we got for this podcast. We'll be on tomorrow with the host of the Lockdown Phillies. So that should be interesting. Oh, that should be we'll, interesting. Yes, uh, to have a little um, little rivalry talk there. But uh, thank you guys for making Lockdown Astros podcast your first listen every day. Make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube and check us out on Apple, Odyssey, Spotify, wherever you check, you listen to your podcasts. Check out the Locked On Astros podcast, and we'll be back tomorrow. Go Strokes. See you guys.